Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Seasons of Womanhood. So today I have two special guests, longtime childhood friends, um, Roseanne and Alicia. I'm super, super excited. Thank you guys so much for just taking out your time to come with me and have this chit chat series that we're doing. So um, before we get started, Okay, so before we, we begin, if you guys can just briefly introduce yourselves, like what do you do? And then we'll just, after that, we'll go more into the conversation, okay? Okay, so I'm, uh, my name is Roseanne Morgan and I'm a general dentist in Hudson Valley region. Um, you know, I'm excited today to, to talk more about what we do, but yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm Alicia Morgan. I work full time on my business called Morgan Modesty. So that's what. Well, thanks again. And for everyone that might not know, they're actually twin sisters. You know, I know a lot yeah. of people might not know they're twin <laughs> sisters. So let's just get into it. You know, one of the things that I've been thinking about and why I wanted to start this platform was just the fact that women, we're multifaceted, we're doing so many things and we're doing it well, especially women of color. And I wanted to highlight that. And so one thing that I wanted to start to talk about was actually, let's talk about your business. What is Morgan Modesty? Yeah, so Morgan Modesty is an online clothing boutique for the everyday modest women. Um, it really came about because we really had a hard time finding modest, cute, fashionable clothing because we're so heavily involved in ministry. Mm -hmm. So we were just like, you know what, why not, since there's tips, this is clearly there's a need, why not? Um, make this boutique line for other women that may um, need it. And also the message behind it. Um, we've noticed, especially in the day and age that we live in, modesty isn't something that's portrayed as a positive thing. So we wanted to um, bring that to light again and say, hey, you know, we're young, we look good in what we wear, and we're, and we're still modest. So that's why we started Morgan Modesty. Yeah, and also, I mean, we, we always had that, um, passion in us to, to for fashion even though we never went to like fashion school or, mm -hmm. but we always had that in that that passion within us so we we're like you know what Lex Lex now is the time Lex Lex do it now and also our inspiration also comes from like the royals too because we would look at how yes. they would dress um, and you know specifically after like you know Meghan Merkel you know she came out and mm -hmm. her um, you know, got married and became inducted, I guess, into the royal family. Mm -hmm. We just liked that that fashion. Mm -hmm. So we we're like, wow, you know, it's also an inspiration for us too. Yeah. So that's awesome. And I think it's important as you were saying, it's really needed, especially today's age, because people think like modesty seems old fashioned or maybe it's mm -hmm. only for older people, but it's great that you guys have an outlet where we can see fashionable, cute clothes and as, as, as well as, you know, being modest. I'm very glad that you guys decided to go, you know, by do, starting this. So how is it um, actually working with each other, working with your sister on this? Um, yeah. I mean, I think because we get along so well, just being the fact that we've been together for almost 30 years, mm -hmm. it kind of just transitioned and overflowed into our business as well. I will say uh, we definitely have like different worth ethics and different like mm -hmm. eyes for fashion. Mm -hmm. um, Roseanne likes more like bohemian casual, look, bohemian. casual yeah. look, <laughs> um, more rustic, and now more like clean cut, more contemporary. Churchy. Um, 
churchy. I mean, I, you know, you could see it though in our when we the, the items that we put out, you could tell. Uh -huh. Okay, this one's probably like Roseanne probably picked this out, or this one Roseanne Roseanne probably, probably picked that. So yeah, sometimes yeah. we have to come into the middle because we can't just get everything. We have to, yeah. you know, work Compromise. in wisdom, yeah. you know, with what pieces we decide to choose on. But it's been working. Um, you know, where she's weak, I'm strong. So it just kind of just flows in. In, in that area yeah so that's another another thing to point out is like the business management aspect it's like we've also been learning ourselves as business partners so like you know for example i don't know like we had we had um like our to-do list like you know when you own a business you have to have you have to be organized and have a to-do list so we're constantly learning that about each other like i feel like you know you know you're more good at the numbers and you know finances and and um getting what what else <laughs> the business acumen together and she's more like social media yeah um aspect and she has a, a vision for you know the what i would say the the design of how create the, the more creative, creative side. Person. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that actually sounds like a great pair like someone is dealing with the business aspect of it the finances because that's important for a business to run and then also yeah. the creative side so it's actually a perfect match you know yes. that together and you know one of the things that i've been thinking about when i've been looking on data regarding black women being entrepreneurs there are a lot a lot more black women are going into you know entrepreneurship but unfortunately when it comes to funding it's not a, a lot of funding out there and there's not a lot of opportunities for black women so I, my question for you guys is um i guess what has there been any struggles or could you tell me your perspective of being black women entrepreneurs in the in your field of retail well i mean fortunately we were able to use our own funds to start up the business, mm -hmm. a very small amount of funds to start up the business. I mean, the good thing about it is that we did our research and, you know, boutique ownership is actually more popular than we think, mm -hmm. um, mostly in our counterparts, uh, you know, interest, not so much in, in the black community, but, um, but yeah, we, we did our research. We went to different, you know, events and we spoke to people that are already in there and they said, start small. So that's what we did even though we wanted to kind of grab and kind of start really big, we knew that that was what we recommended. So that's why we were able to use our own funds. Um, and in terms of, you know, being a black woman, how we're able to, you know, get our business out there and financially, honestly, we're just consistency. we kind of really look for, you know, different grants out there. If there's anything, any programs out there that's tailored to what we're into we kind of just gravitate we follow a lot of other black women that are in the industry that are doing really well to kind of like learn from them um, yeah. that's what you would yeah i i um, i agree i don't know any grants um for startup boutique ownership which is actually that's a really good question um but like alicia said we kind of just we we tried to think of a budget and try to stick to okay what can we afford what you know, and then when we went to market, we market, going to market means just going to, to trade shows and vendors and checking out items and seeing, okay, like, you know, does this item fit into our budget? Can we see this on someone else? You know, can we see this item in our target audience and on someone else too, not just us? So um, as far as the finances go, yeah, that's a good question. But we, we basically, it's tough. Like, 
you know, we, we, we just had to, we, hit, we saved, we saved up money. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, you know, what was nice about our startup is we were able to, to announce it during our birthday. Mm-hmm. So we knew that, you know, okay, we're going to announce this during our birthday. We may get some financial help too from, from people that know what we're mm-hmm. doing. So when we put it out, the, the word out there that we're starting this up, you know, we did get some support as well financially and put yeah, it towards did. our savings. Um, we were like, okay, we got this much for our birthday. So like all of it went into yeah. our account. Our and, account. Yeah, exactly. And we had to realize, okay, this is what we want to do. That means we have to sacrifice other things. Like we can't go on vacation this year. We yeah. can't like 2019. We were like, home. we were basically work, work. I worked extra hours. You know, mm-hmm. Alicia worked a lot too on her side and her job. So like, you know, we were working to save because we had a goal. We wanted to start this business. So there are different ways and aspects to to go about, you know, financially starting. Um, you know, I'm sure hopefully, the, you know, there are grants out there. We just don't know. I mean, I just want to add the grants. There aren't like particular grants towards boutique owners, but there are small black business grants out yeah. there that we would be interested in that we did that we did look into and we have applied we have as applied, well. Yeah. So we did apply but it's just general. Applied. Yeah. Got it, got it. You know, um discussion I actually didn't give it to you ahead of time, but when you're talking making me think like sometimes we just see the finished product of things and it's beautiful and people may think it's so easy, but like listening to what you guys are saying, it seems like you guys did a lot of hard work, you know, legwork that we're, it's behind the scenes that we're not seeing and we're now we're seeing the fruition of everything. So I guess what advice would you give to business owners, especially those that may be interested in like boutique ownership, retail, um, and, and can you give us kind of a day-to-day, like, what's your day-to-day like, you know, when it comes to Morgan Modesty? I definitely think my biggest advice would be to, you know, I know we have our friends that are also business owners and maybe good at other things, but it's okay to kind of maybe, if you know their worth ethic and you're willing to work with them, that's great. Mm-hmm. If you're not comfortable with their worth ethic, it's okay to think about your business and go somewhere else to get the work done. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely a big advice. And a lot of what Rosetta and I do, we keep a lot of things in-house. We only hire a few times um, for people to help us with our business, but most of everything, yeah. we most everything else, we do everything in-house. For example, like our day-to-day to just transition into that question. Um, we pretty much, um, if we, you know, have any orders we'll you know go through them first of all we make sure all our inventory is on point like up to date because that's very important i would not want anyone to order something from us and that's we ran out of it and we didn't know so make sure our inventory is correct um if we get any orders we honestly package them right away for example our website says i think three to five business days shipping we cut that down in half like we get everything out like as soon as possible um, we're making sure like emails are sent out if we have any promotions where, you know, content, social media content is very heavy. Facebook marketing, I handle a lot of the, the marketing aspect of it. Um, just making sure that we're interacting with our customers on social media. If we have any messages, we answer them right away. I even, you know, sometimes customers will call us 
to order if they're not really comfortable with ordering online, you know, making sure like, you know, we're available. So it's just making sure um, we're communicating with our customers, making sure their orders are sent out right away. And we even like write personal notes in our packages to just make, make it personal, make them know like, we see you, we know who you are, you know, especially if you're a repeated customer, we appreciate you, so. Yeah, I mean, um, I agree with that. And also just to add, um, you know, so it's important to be organized. I always, I keep saying that because it, it really is like write thing, write write your you know everyday tasks down. So, you know, one of the um, one of the resources that we were able to connect with is called the Boutique Hub. Um, so it's an online platform for boutique owners. Mm-hmm. It's a community, so they they basically advertise or promote community over competition right. and so they they're a really really great wealth of, of um, plethora of resources they have online like training libraries and things like that stuff that we probably wouldn't have thought about mm. so um you know that that being a part of that community also has helped is um helps us you know stay organized like we have a a content calendar for, for our social media mm-hmm. um like what do we want to post today sometimes we're, we're really trying to stay yeah. on top of that but it's sometimes hard um especially on my part because i'm sometimes like i'm i'm working and then doing you know this as well so um um so so yeah there there's there are resources online there's facebook groups that you can connect with um there i mean there's a whole world of boutique out uh, boutiques out there it's it's mm-hmm. so cool um so their experiences also help you understand the business and how it's run before you start. So that's also another good resources, Facebook, Facebook um, boutique groups. Yeah. Yeah. We just got done with a three day conference um, for boutique owners. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, very informative um, things we didn't know that we need to start implementing. So we're going to be looking forward to doing some of those things. Wow. That's awesome. Can you actually do me a favor before we move on to the next subject? I want you to shout out your um, Instagram handle website. And I guess I'll say if there, there may be any investors interested, would you guys be open to that and how they can contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So our website is uh, morganmodesty.com. Instagram is morgan underscore modesty. And um, Facebook is Morgan Modesty Boutique. Okay. You can find us on all three of those handles. Um, if you want to email us or communicate with us, it's info at morganmodesty.com. Okay, great. Great. So now transitioning from like what you guys starting this business, but then at the same time, like Rose was saying, she also works another full-time job as a dentist. And then also, Alisa, you also may also be doing some, some other things on the side as well. How do you guys balance that and then also balance time with family and friends while trying to do all this at the same time? Well, um, I think, so I don't work every single day, but the days I'm off, I I try to commit my time to to work in modesty. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, before COVID, it was like, you know, well, I was working like six days a week. So Uh um, I've learned to, you know, work after hours so sometimes like sleep later thank god thankfully we both we don't we're not married we don't have we don't have kids yet mm-hmm. so we are spending trying to spend that time you know after hours early either early morning but mainly after like you know, after 6 p.m mm-hmm. when i you know when i even come home from work i try to to spend some time um you know 
doing doing social media marketing and um, things like that. It's hard. It's hard because uh, we are also involved in ministry too. Yeah. So time management is is huge. Like you know, sometimes if we feel like okay, you know, obviously you know we're we're Christians and we're like you know the Lord is first in our lives. So mm-hmm. you know when we feel like we're putting too much time into one specific area, whether it's my work as a dentist or work as a Morgan Modest or the owner of Morgan Modesty, I'm like okay, Lord, like all right, let me just put this on pause. You know, you are going to bless this. I trust you. Mm-hmm. You're going to bless that. You've already, it's already blessed. So let me just focus on my time with you right now, my quality time with you right now. And, you know, we all know that your time is so important. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, to manage all of that, but it's doable. Yeah. You know, it's not impossible. Um, you know, sometimes you feel like, like I'm neglecting one business but then you know for one week and then you know I jump right back into it after the week is over you know and just keep going yeah I mean but Rosa and I we spoke about this this is actually a year in the making last last year June is when we started thinking about this and you know we knew that eventually I was going to transition out of corporate America um and fulfill being you know working on our business and multiple businesses that we want to have full time Mm -hmm. and I knew that she would, you know, continue being uh, a dentist and she would put more part-time effort into it. So, so really, um, I try to make it where she's not overwhelmed mm-hmm. with the business part of it. And I take on more of that load because clearly I have more of the time. This is what I do now full time. So, mm-hmm. um, I just really just like Rosanna said, just write everything down. I have a planner. I mean, I'm not perfect with it, mm-hmm. but at least I knock out the most, try to knock out the most important things of the day, especially if we have, you know, things to get sent out for customers. We always put the customers first. So as long as their items are, you know, taken care of, then everything else can put into place. But with ministry, I mean, we've been in ministry since we were like kids. So it's like mm-hmm. part of our lifestyle. I mean, right now with COVID, everything's slowed down. So it helped. It yeah. helps a lot. I mean, everything is mm-hmm. over the over the computer online. Yeah. So if we need to communicate, have small groups with the kids, with the youth, everything is online. So um, that helps a lot. Instead of driving back and forth from where we live to church, and, you mm-hmm. know, it saves a lot of time. The time is key. <laughs> Your time. So it cuts down on time, like being, doing things online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it does, it just cuts down on the time. So we have more time to, to do what yeah. we want, what we need to. So we were, we were prepared for this. We, uh-huh. we, 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 we knew this was coming. That's good. But you know, it's amazing to like, see you guys, honestly, like, the transformation and the fact that like God is blessing this and I'm so proud to see like how God is using you and how God will continue to use you um so I'm just I'm so so proud of you guys for, for oh for thanks Maxine. <laughs> um, one thing before we leave I guess um what would you tell your younger self if there's one thing to think about hmm. you want me to go first go ahead I mean, we can bounce back off each other because I'm sure I'm going to have something to say after you talk. But <laughs> um, I was just thinking about that the other day, too. I was like, man, if I were to go back in time, I would be reading more. I would read more self-development books. I mean, you know, I would just I will also, you know, I we had good friends growing up. So mm-hmm. if I were to give advice to anybody, I would say, like, you know, surround yourself with people that's going to push you forward to your purpose and goals in life. Like that's not going to stunt your growth. Mm -hmm. You know, that's going to push you emotionally, mentally, 
um, you know, physically, spiritually in your walk with Christ as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, I, I read something the other day that said, you are the, the sum of five, the five people that surround you. Mm-hmm. And meaning like you can tell, you know, your character, you could tell, you know, the direction that you're going to be going in life based off like the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not, you know, I want to say that's not a permanent thing, but it's something to evaluate self-evaluation. Like yeah. who am I, who's around me, who's surrounding me, you know? Um, and just evaluate that. I think that's yeah. important. Um, so for me, um, my, even though we're twins, we grew we were in the room together, room together. Mm-hmm. Um, we grew up together. My life is a little different than Roseanne's. Um, and I'm just being a hundred percent like, you know, uh, the tests and trials of life is a lot harder on me than her. And I know that, I know the reason behind it because I, I knew from when I gave my life to the Lord at the age of nine, um, it was prophesied over me that I would be ministering the gospel, I'd be preaching, and she would be singing, um, praise and worship, leading people to worship through her songs. That's from when we were kids. And, you know, the Bible says to whom much is given, much is required right so i wouldn't change it any other way because i'm so protective of my sister but growing up i mean life i just had my challenges in life especially in undergraduate um school and postgraduate um career that was just a challenge all throughout my 20s so um i would definitely tell myself my younger self to to, to pray more um just pray more because God can God sees our whole life and we only see today. Even though we make our plans, he has to bless it. So I would I would have definitely prayed more, especially when I went away to school. You know, I was just so distracted and you know, my career path was just a lot different than hers. I struggled. I and this is definitely a hard topic for me, but it's gonna I'm gonna have to, you know, you're overcome by your testimony. I can't always keep it to myself. And you know, sometimes I am ashamed because my peers are excelling, but you know what? I'm glad that God placed me with, around my peers to excel because it motivates me, it pushes me to continue going. Um, but yeah, finding a, a, a job throughout my 20s, a career path was so difficult. And I never understood. I was like, God, like, why is life so difficult? I have my degree. You know, I'm willing to, I'm such a hard worker, but the rejection letters just came left and right. And I I identified that with my purpose, with my value, not knowing that what I was going through was going to help the next person. Everything I've been through in life, I'm able to minister to so many other women, so many other people and say, listen, God did this for me. I know he can do that for you, but I have to go through it because if I've never gone where you've been, you're not going to want to listen to me mm-hmm. and say, hey, okay, um, I know Alicia has been through it. I know that I can go through to if I've never had a, a, a rainy day in my life. So I definitely do believe that every shortcoming that I've had growing up is for a purpose, is for bringing glory to God. So um, my life is ministry. That's what it boils down to. And I had to accept that because your girl wanted to be on Wall Street, you know, you know, living that Wall Street life. But mm-hmm. God wanted me somewhere else. And maybe that'll, ha- that'll happen later on. I don't know. But, um, you know, I just have, I've learned to just accept the calling that God has on my life because I love talking about the Lord and I'm incorporating it in the ministry. So I know that's kind of off topic, but I would just tell my younger self to pray 
more. I'll tell my younger self to be steadfast in your education, to invest in yourself, not only educationally, mm. but financially. financially. Yes, you know, um, start saving uh, from a young age. Look yeah. into real estate from your 18 years old. It's not too young, especially our people, our Black people. Mm. Don't worry about the latest trends. Mm-hmm. You know, you could look really good on a dime. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars. You yeah. know, just try to change that mindset. I wish my mindset was changed. Um, so yeah. if I know if I know what I know now, that back then, mm-hmm. you know, things would be so much different. But it's good that I experienced it so I can tell somebody else, hey, this is what I recommend that you do. Yeah, I mean, I I agree too. I just to, one one last thing: the whole mm-hmm. the financial piece of part of it. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter which career field you go in, like you can be in medicine, you can be in law, you can be entrepreneur. I mean, you have to know the, you have to know business, the basics of business and financial literacy. Like, you know, I mean, savings, I mean, stocks, bonds, you know, real estate, I mean, different streams of income. I think that's just across the board. That's good to know across the board, no matter what field you go in. So if I was my younger self, I wish I knew some pieces of financial literacy. Like, I mean, you know, the schools didn't really stress that, like, yeah, that part, that piece. And I, um, I just, you know, wish I knew more about it back then, but hey, it's not too late. Yeah. You know, and when you guys say that, um, with everything in your story and I, and I see that this is a way that God is using you through this boutique to shed the light in the midst of this dark world, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that everything that you guys have gone through, as you were saying, Alicia, it's your testimony. And sometimes we have plans, but God knows what's be- best for us, you know? And he knows the outcome of things. So I, I really do believe that everything that you guys have gone through, it hasn't been in vain at all. And actually your testimony will relate to other people. So I'm glad that you guys are doing this. And I, I'm so grateful that you took the time out to come share with us about this. Um, so I'm, I'm so, so, so grateful. And I definitely um, implore anyone that's listening to check out Morgan Modesty, okay? I'll tag it underneath this video. Um, and so check it out. They have beautiful designs. I'm actually wearing a shirt by Morgan Modesty. So any closing remarks before we, we head on out or? Um, you know, I guess where we want to go as far as Morgan Modesty, the future, um, the plans. We, yeah. we want to inspire women. You know, we want to inspire women of all race, of all background. Um, you know, eventually we want to manufacture our own designs and clothing and we actually want to find one in in africa somewhere so maybe like you know nigeria or ghana i don't know one of those two but um yeah because you know a lot of these manufacturers are in china you know and so we that's just our that's what we're thinking you know and for me like you know i'm more of the spiritual side of it but i just want to encourage anyone that's listening that's going through a season because this is called the, the season of womanhood if you're going through a season of rejection or a season of uncertainty where you know what you see you see the evidence but what we have to see is we have to look beyond the evidence because we're as Christians, we're not 
we're no sense faith Christians, meaning we don't, we don't have faith based off our senses, our eyes, our taste, our smell, because you don't need faith to turn the lights on, right? Mm-hmm. But you need faith to believe God for the impossible. And I want to encourage you right now, wherever you may be, to don't give up because man's rejection is just God's redirection for your life. Mm-hmm. Amen. So if I would have been on that Wall Street, I would have been working 80 plus hours. I would have had no time for the baby, the ministry that God has placed in my heart, you know, and to be able to, you know, minister for any for other people. And who knows? God sees, he knows the, the depth and the intents of your heart. So who knows if I wouldn't have, I would have been driven by materialistic things because of my career success. And I would have probably put God on the back burner. You know, we don't know. I don't know. But God sees and he knows. So just trust the season that you're in. Trust God. Trust him. And um, one of the things that helped me to whomever is listening is praise. I really had to worship my way out of what the enemy tried to destroy me mentally with, you know, because praise, it really will confuse the enemy. You, your body may feel crippled because of your circumstances, because of depression or whatever you're going through, but you have to physically open up your mouth and give glory to God, set the atmosphere wherever you are, and you worship him because you can't think about your problems when you're worshiping the King of Kings. So I'm telling you, that's what helped me get through a lot of dark and and sad days that I went through in my past. Mm-hmm. Just praise and just know to just trust the Lord. Just just trust. And I know it sounds cliche, but he knows and he sees all things and he's not surprised by anything that we're going through. Amen. That could be another episode. I know, right? I'm gonna have to invite you next time. But thank you so much, Alicia and Roseanne. And I'm just excited to see what Morgan Modesty has in store. So we'll definitely be looking out for Morgan Modesty, okay? Okay, thank Thank you you so much, Maxine. Bye. Bye.